It's about time you listen to the Shenmue AM2 podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 podcast. We're your hosts, Andrew. And Matt. And we are here for kind of a general episode. We have just a bunch of little topics to talk about. So, uh, yeah, we'll hop into it. Um, First thing is we need to make a correction. Um, I said that Matisse, uh, the fellow that redid our graphics for us, I mistakenly said he was from Finland. He is actually from Sweden. You bastard. (laughs) That is a lie. He is from the beautiful country. Of Switzerland. No, just kidding. It's Norway. He's from Norway. <laughs> and half British, apparently. Uh-huh. Half Brit, he said. Um, so, yeah, he's in charge of all our new graphics and everything, and huge thank you to him. Thanks. And he will be on the show at some point. So, um, probably the the biggest news lately was Kickstarter update, uh, Kickstarter update number 83, uh, the survey... Num- info number zero soft open announcement <laughs> <laughs> titles people they're important this is an announcement of an announcement <laughs> it really is um, it's just essentially they're saying that they're going to be sending out some sample surveys soon um, from fan gamer is the third party in charge of doing it mm-hmm. some people were up in arms that a third party was doing it really that's pretty standard for Kickstarter as far as I know all, all my rewards in the past, I believe, were through Fangamer. I guess it depends on the game. I think there's Fangamer, and then there's another service that does it, too. But yeah. this is typical. Don't worry about it. Yeah, people were, like, I think they were concerned about their personal information being shared. Mm-hmm. Um, it is what it is, people. You know, I wouldn't worry about it too much. They're probably not going to spam you. Um, and God knows about all those privacy laws that just happened in Europe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything, everywhere tells you about it. Um, so essentially, they are going to be sending out a sample survey um, to people just to kind of, I think, iron out the bugs, hopefully, is, I think, what their idea is here. Um, is this, like, legit a test survey, I wonder? Or if I put my info in, if I do get the survey, do I have to do it again later or no? I don't know. They haven't They haven't clarified that. I think it would be to iron out the bugs. Um, where I do have a, a marketing background, a university degree and a, a diploma, part of you know my education is very intense survey work. Um, and it's really, I think, about designing the survey and to get the exact response. And I don't mean that in like a leading way to give you them to lead you to an answer but a finite answer that is this or this out of certain choices um it you can't have ambiguous questions in a survey they need to be it's answer a answer b answer c mm-hmm. um now they also said that in the kickstarter initially they said there would be polls though as well for what things that are going to be in the game i'm assuming because there's like they said, we would get to kind of shape how this plays out. I think they've only done one poll so far, and it was like Kickstarter people. Do you care if Slacker backers get the the Kickstarter exclusive things? I think that was a poll they did. Yes, they did that. But I don't one. remember any other polls. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember any others. Hopefully, 
Um, there'll be some interactive portion to it. I think that'd be cool. Um, it would also kind of hold up production, though, too. I mean, because you need to send out the surveys, then you need to put a deadline on it mm. um, to make sure you're not just waiting for every survey to come back. You have to put some sort of timeline on it to be able to continue the, the process of making the game. Now, from a survey person who's you know has experience with creating surveys, I think the research aspect of it here, the where they said they're going to be going out to a certain amount of people randomly, mm-hmm. I would have to think that it would be from certain re- like what a few people from every different reward tier, okay. because your survey is going to be different than mine. Yeah. Like there's, I'm going to have to include a picture of my face. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to have some sort of photo of your face and your body for your your uh, action figure or chibi figure, excuse me. Yeah. Um. And every reward tier that has something different, it there there has to be a survey for each specific reward tier, right? That would make sense. So. I, logic would lead me to believe that that's how they're going to do it and if that is indeed how they're going to do it uh, there was only 44 backers at your tier Mm -hmm. and there was 90 at my tier so assuming they did a few surveys from each tier even if they did five surveys from each tier you would have like a one in eight shot maybe Mm -hmm. and I would have like a one in like 19 shot so I think the higher tiers you have a um, higher odds of getting one of these random surveys. Yeah. I don't see any other way to iron out the bugs because the surveys are going to be different across the tiers. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, Shenhua has a voice now. Yeah. I don't think we talked about that in the previous episode. I don't think so either. Um... She's new. Um, Haruka Teroy. Teru. 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 Keep going. We get time to fill. Teru. <laughs> Haruka. Teru. There we go. Um, she is the new female voice actor for Shenhua. We still have. Um, Masaya Matsukazi as the male Rio. I don't know why I said male Rio. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's returning as Shenwa is just a female Rio. (laughs) Kinda. I I don't know. Um, He's returning as the male voice. She, on her blog, um, and you can get to the blog from the Kickstarter page, uh, released a photo of the two of them standing in a recording booth pointing at a television and it shows their legs it looks like they're leaving the character's somewhere. legs you mean well their legs are also in the photo <laughs> yeah. but yeah <laughs> um, he's wearing some sort of uh, clam diggers clam digger uh, pants as well <laughs> um, they're pointing at the television it's they. I think Mr. Suzuki-san loves this type of mysterious here's a little morsel figured out yourself type idea mm. um, but it looks like they're leaving something people have thought it might be the cave it very well could be mm-hmm. um, but 
we're here talking about it, so it worked. Whatever they're trying to do. <laughs> well, I'm glad they're they're starting um, starting uh, their uh, script work, their voice work. Well, I hope the script's all done. Actually, the script should be done by this point. You'd think. Oh, I would, I would think it would have to be done. Um, and voice recording is something that happens closer to the end. So, mm-hmm. and as Corey mentioned, um, when him and Eric were in the the booth recording together, it appears that in the Kickstarter update, uh, they are in the booth together recording as well. Which I think, as Corey mentioned, and I think Eric talked about it as well just kind of adds to the realism because you are playing off of off of one another and there's kind of another cryptic photo in the background of her as well where Rio's looking down what appears to be a hallway of some sort maybe mm. the TV's kind of blurry back over her shoulder it looks like a very weird recording studio they have it's a very open room like there's you know like there's a corner with a bunch of chairs piled up and stuff <laughs> and they're looking at a television of the I think both characters are standing by the fence mm. it looks like so they're having an actual dialogue conversation however you want, however you want to put it yeah. but that means progress yep and Kickstarter update number 81 deep silver officially announcing that this is delayed until 2019. Oh, we didn't talk about that yet? No. Oh. I um, feel like we have. Just we, we might have. We've been saying it forever, probably. We might have. Uh, we were saying it before it was official. Yeah. Um, it's delayed. I don't like that they just said 2019. That's a very vague 365-day window. Mm. Um, even if they cut that down to, you know, the quarter one, quarter two, first half of the year would have been... A bit more reassuring. Mm-hmm. Uh, next bit of news: the Slacker Backer has surpassed 6.9 million dollars. Nice. Let's get to that seven uh, seven million. Round it out, everyone. So that's what I want to talk to you about. So now that there's additional funding coming from other companies and stuff, mm-hmm. does that seven million dollar milestone mean anything? Yes. Like, are we actually lucky number seven? <laughs> it's just good luck, people. Do you think we will? get when like when we look at the kickstarter rewards do you think we'll get that seven million dollar reward or do you think that seven million dollar reward is going to be in the game now anyways are you talking about the uh stretch goals yeah the stretch goals i'm saying reward that isn't necessarily the well we already passed 6.5 did they announce that that was going to get in the game the 6.5 million uh... they've never really announced and as we're looking at it live right now on June 24th uh, it hasn't said that it's been reached yet either. Yeah, even uh, though they have reached it if you include the slacker backer. Yeah. Which 6.5 million is the battle system expanded and ragdoll reaction. And then 7 million is AI battling. So I'm one AI battling would that be AI against one another? And you bet on the outcome, maybe? Because that would be pretty cool. That would be a great way to earn money. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows what that means? That, that could, would it could be... be partner AI for you, maybe. Like, fight alongside Ren or whatever. Yeah. Like, kind of like the Guizhang mm-hmm. 70 Man. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty neat. Um... These like they're they're like even the seven point five million dollar one high ground battle system. I don't never what, understood what that. What is. does that mean? That's just a Star Wars reference waiting to happen. 
Or, uh... It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. Oh. <laughs> I don't get that reference. It's one of the I've most never... ridiculous scenes. Is it... Yeah, but I, I don't know who Anakin is. I haven't watched Star Trek. Oh, my Trek. God. Yeah, I thought you saw at least one of them. You saw the first one. You didn't even pick up that I said Star Trek. Oh, no, I talked over it. <laughs> Ow! Oh, he hit me! He hit me! Yeah. Um, I'm always beating on you. <laughs> so that's it for the Kickstarter updates. Um, one thing that just randomly crossed my mind, the fact that um, we have 1 and 2 HD coming out now, mm-hmm. Does that kill the backward the chance of it becoming backwards compatible on Xbox One? Do you think? Uh, I would imagine there like there really wouldn't be a point to it at no. this point in time. No, I don't think there would be a point to it. Anybody given the choice, I'm sure, would just gladly pay for the new remaster, unless it's been bungled somehow that we don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, I I just. It's kind of like, huh, that it is probably the final nail in the coffin for it ever happening. Yeah. Because why would Microsoft put time and effort into that when they could put time and effort into making Jet Set Radio Future backwards compatible? Yeah. Make Jet Set Radio Future backwards compatible, please. (laughs) Yeah, there's no point in them dumping resources into something that (laughs) it's going to happen anyways on a disc, a new version, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't have to worry about all those weird emulation issues dealing with those either. Yeah. Um, one other thing I do want to back up here talking about the survey uh, in the photo for the survey it says can you give me a hand and it shows that little girl yeah. um, waving I think that kind of I had talked in a previous episode about her being like you in an area that you have to pe- pass daily mm-hmm. or should pass daily like when you're walking by Megumi yeah. I think she's going to be the same like I think you're going to have an interaction with her, assuming you can't can't or choose not to. Um, what was it called when you skip the places? Fast travel? Fast travel, yeah. Assuming you choose not to fast travel, I think you're going to have a daily interaction with her. What would she be doing, you think? She's like, they're already in China, so she's digging a hole to America. You want to help me out a little bit today? <laughs> you, just, you dig a few... Uh... You dig a few uh, shovelfuls in the hole, then you come back the next day and dig a few more. That's what she's doing. She's not doing anything like nice, like taking care of a kitten. <laughs> she's digging a hole in the ground. What do you think she's doing? Me? Or are you asking her? Me, I think uh, she'll be either like constructing something, making some sort of craft or project... Or I think it could be similar to Megumi, where she's taking care of an animal. <laughs> Maybe, a, like, where this is seems like a more rural area, something less domestic than a cat. Um, maybe, like... But they already did that, and she looks too much like Megumi. <laughs> like, they, they wouldn't do that, like, repeat it that much, would they? She looks like Megumi, she's doing the same thing as Megumi. Have you ever seen the movie Home Alone 2? <laughs> Or any sequel. <laughs> Home Alone 2 is virtually Home Alone 1, mm. repeated with just take out Shovel Guy, put in Bird Lady. Yeah. People can do that in sequels. Like, Yeah, but it's lazy. It is. Oh, no. No doubt it would be lazy, but I think, I think that's what's going to happen with her. Mm. She's going to be this annoying kid that you eventually like grow to like, just like 
Fang Mei was as well, waking you up in the morning, staring you in the face with those weird-looking eyes of hers. Looking like a cat. Yeah. Don't <laughs> tell her that, though. No. You won't be able to do the birthday thing. <laughs> or makes it harder. One of the, I don't know. <laughs> She'll disinvite you from her birthday. <sighs> Ooh. That's the scorn of a child. <laughs> uh, Gamescom's coming up. Mm-hmm. August 21st to 25th. Uh, Cedric Biscay said that he would not be at E3, mm-hmm. and he would see people at Gamescom, so I'm assuming that confirms that he's going to be at Gamescom with Shenmue. And he's going to bring the same trailer again like he did last year. <laughs> I think that would be such a good troll if they did, and then just like have like the scratching record sound in the middle, like, Whoop! and then play a new trailer. Yeah, you would hope they'd do that, but... Yeah. What if it's just literally the, that same trailer for the third time? We won't think about it till it happens. We'll, we, we'll, ho- we'll hope for something new. What if it does? <laughs> That'll just be really sad. Would you do another Drunk Guy episode? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't bet on it. We don't want that to happen. No. Um, so August 21st to 25th, Gamescom. Hopefully... Something will be there. And I think it would have to be gameplay. I think it... And again, the previous... Um, I don't want to say the word fuck-ups. <laughs> that would be rude, but... Um, mm-hmm. Marketing decisions... Yeah. Uh, have not necessarily been the best. So, hopefully... We see... Uh, an upswing. Yeah. L- listen to your fans. Give us what please. we want. Yeah, because we paid for it already. Yeah. All we need is Rio... Walking around, being controlled in real time—that's all we need. Yep, I would—I <laughs> would be over the moon for that. You don't need to show anything complicated. Just show us that he can walk around and you can control him. Cool. <laughs> uh, something else happened recently. Uh, a little—it's just this video game thing called E3. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt and I get together for PlayStation. It was pretty good. We oh, we get together for Sony and uh, Microsoft. Yeah. Um, nothing at either of them Shemu related. Wash my hands clean of it. <laughs> and then we get something during PC gaming. 11 seconds. 11 seconds of pure bliss. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting to see anything from PC gaming, although we did have the conversation, and I was like, well, it's a possibility, but, mm. you know, me winning the lottery is a possibility as well. <laughs> so what was it? Was it just a... It was it like a part of a montage mon- of Saga mm. stuff coming to Steam. Yeah. Which the stuff that Saga is bringing to Steam, Saga start like Saga's turning it around a bit, I think. Yeah. They're putting Yakuza 0 and Kiwami on Steam, which have been the whole series has been exclusive to Sony other than when they did the 1 and 2 not remake, rem- HD remaster mm-hmm. because They've they've remade and remastered Yakuza One and Two for the same cons. Yeah, it's whatever. Um, it's very convoluted, but it's been exclusive to Sony, and they're they're branching out, putting it on Steam, which I think is good because it'll get that game in more people's hands, and the more money that Sega has overall, there's more money they can do with stuff like Shenmue. Yay! Mm-hmm. Um, so it was good to see something at PC Gaming Show. Um, Although it was only 11 seconds, it showed clips from Shenmue 1 and 2. Mostly Shenmue 1. Um, there was a clip of him walking up the stairs there and 
one of the quarters. It's where you get the airplane scene. Yeah. And he was fighting. What was he? Oh, he was running in the by like um, the area where arm wrestling is, going towards a fountain or something. Did you notice about anything about how it looked? Like I only watched this once, and I don't, I don't recall if it looked. It looked better. cleaner and brighter. Did it? The they mentioned their um, what was the term they used for the on-screen display, not the HUD. Um, it's a HUD, isn't it? Uh, I can't remember what they said or called it, but the it shows you fighting Chai in the arcade, and you know how you have the little circle with the circles around it for your health bar? That looked different, better, um, right there. Yeah, we're just going to watch it here. So no, it, lo- no. it looks cleaner. Well, I don't know. It kind of looks fuzzy to me. It's translucent. It was all in... Was it all in... Yeah, it's all in uh, 16 by 9 But I don't know if that's like fake 16 by 9 where they just zoomed in. I, I don't think it can be, though, because if you go look at the part with Chai again, mm-hmm. the if it was zoomed in, you wouldn't be able to see the uh, health bar because it would be cut off. Yeah, that's true. So what... Oh, no. The rumor was that the cutscenes wouldn't be 16 by 9 right? Is there any cutscenes in here? There are not... That's kind of a cutscene, isn't it? Oh yeah, the cutscene of them on the mo- that motorcycle. That's cutscene mm. with that fantastic song. <laughs> <laughs> and did it look like it was zoomed? It could have been zoomed. His head was cut off, so. But I don't. I don't remember if it was like that originally. I think that may be zoomed in. That looks pretty tight. It's fakery. We're gonna get four by three cutscenes now. <laughs> Whatever. We're getting it. Stop complaining. I know. I don't care that much. <laughs> that much. <laughs> um, he's just in bed writing Dear Diary. <laughs> it has four by three. <laughs> no. Kill me now. Um, so this, on the topic of E3, this is the first e- first E3 in like seventeen years where we haven't had to the disappointment of not having something Shenmue announced. Mm-hmm. Because once Shenmue 3 was announced, you know, after 15 years or whatever it was, mm-hmm. then everyone was like, well, oh, Shenmue 1 and 2 HD. But that's coming now, too. Yeah. Like, this E3 felt different to me afterwards because I was like, oh, yeah. No pressure. Like, Smash Bros. looked cool. The Last of Us <laughs> 2 looks great. Yeah. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, is that what it's called? Um, yeah, that, I'm interested in that. Like, none of my attention afterward was like, no, where was Shenmue? Yeah, like, that didn't happen this year because it didn't need to happen this year. Yeah. And that felt great. Like, <laughs> I'm sitting here talking about it with a smile on my face, mm-hmm. a little pep in my voice. I love it. <laughs> How'd you feel? Yeah. I'm, well, I never, I wasn't conscious of it at the time, but now that you say that, yeah, that is a nice thing to not have that, uh, that uh, bad aftertaste of a, of a conference not having Shenmue in it. <laughs> Matt's got a smile on his face. How'd you feel about Cyberpunk being first person over there? <laughs> I went over this on my other podcast. Not happy. What's your other podcast? Matt is wrong? Matt is wrong about games. Um, yeah, so... W- <laughs> Eventually, though, are we going to be back in that boat? Like, depending on where's Shenmue she- Four? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. At the end of Shenmue Three, yeah, depending on how it ends, well, um, are we going to be like, oh, Shenmue Four? Like, when? Well, I hope, I hope, like, this is what I always hoped for Shenmue Three. I hoped, I hoped they would just be 
upfront with us and say, hey, no, sorry, it's not coming, it's canceled. Like, we can't do it, we no plans to do it, goodbye. <laughs> like, they never really said that with Shenmue 3. No sense of closure. Yeah. Give us a sense of closure, and that's, that's fine. Then we can live. We can live our lives. <laughs> <laughs> um... We talked about the Slacker Backer. It's up to 76,000 backers now, too, in total, between Slacker Backer and Kickstarter, which is great. Cool. Um, the Slacker Backer, you can still pre-order the game on it. But yeah. But now that Shenmue 1 and 2... Never mind, I was going to say something that didn't make sense. Um, I was going to say that it's going to be on Steam, but... It's Shenmue 1 and 2 on Steam. <laughs> uh, yeah, that didn't make sense. Well, I suppose it will, because at some point in time, um, once Shenmue 3 is on Steam, are they going to have to stop the Slacker Backer? Or is the Slacker Backer, if you go to pre-order, just going to send you to Steam? Because at some point, this needs to stop being a pre-order for putting money towards it, and it'll become putting money towards getting the game well, if yeah. you know what i mean well i don't know how well actually and, no, and not necessarily just steam either once it's on uh i believe playstation network as i well. believe the slacker backer for bloodstain just closed last month i think or a few weeks ago and that game's not out yet it's very nearly out but they do close the slacker backer at some point but yeah, like I guess what I'm saying is, it'll have to close at some point when it's when you're getting close enough that you're actually pre-ordering the game, not well, then, pre-funding the game. Yeah, well then you wouldn't use that website. You'd just get it. Yeah, you'd, you'd pre-order it off Steam or PSN or whatever. Yeah. 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 It'll be interesting just to see how that uh, how that plays out. Um, one other thing that we came across, uh, we did our episode with Eric Kelso, and anytime you're talking about are talking with anyone where you're asking them if they're involved in a project or something mm-hmm. and they you know in this case eric said no in the back of my mind i'm like okay he could be bluffing mm-hmm. um you know he could be under non-disclosure but I, I believed him but you know there was a possibility um i had a, a podcast listener send me a message where they had sent a message to uh, Deep Silver mm-hmm. and asked Deep Silver to bring back Liesel, Eric, uh, Liesel Wilkerson, Eric Kelso, and Paul Lucas. And the person from Deep Silver actually replied to them and said, hey, if you have their information, I can send it to whoever. Hmm. So the listener knew that we already were go- that we already had Corey and that I had mentioned we're going to have Paul um, and Lisa on and we had already re- recorded with Eric and he asked me for their contact information which obviously this is a stranger I, I wasn't going to just hand out their information mm. but I said hey you know who are you talking with and then I just put together a Facebook messenger message and sent it to the three of them and very quickly I got a response um so I can say with 99.99% certainty um, that none of the three of them had been contacted yet mm-hmm. about it um, because they were all Gung-ho. very interested in having 
um, contact information set up, mm-hmm. uh, which I sent along to this person. Um, I, I sent the guy at Deep Silver a message, I think, and then forwarded his information to them. Um, and that's kind of the last I've heard of it. Um, on the topic of Liesel, she was at the Saga booth uh, at E3, which is pretty cool, I think. Um, I don't know if she's if anything's changed, but Saga, I don't think, is really too heavily involved in Shenmue 3 at all. Yeah. So we'll see where it goes, though. But I now, like, 100% believe that they were not, like, Eric wasn't kind of just bluffing um, under a non-disclosure agreement that <laughs> I think they genuinely have not been contacted yet. Which is surprising. So, I mean, tweet it uh, at Deep Silver. Tweet it, Mr. Suzuki-san. We want them. We want them back. Yep. And those Deep Silver guys should have tried harder <laughs> to, to get a hold of these people uh, earlier. Yeah, like the the series of events, it, it all occurred over like maybe two hours, hmm. and like Paul's in Singapore and Eric and uh, I'm not sure where Lisa is right now, but Eric was in Japan, so this was really late at night where I was. So I was like, well, you know, is it? I had to think of time zone differences and all that when I sent the message, but um, all three of them were uh, gung ho. So. Do it, Deep Silver. Just please, please, please do it. Yep. That's all I'm asking for, or we're asking for. That and just give us a release date and make the game great and everything be awesome. And yeah, shadow drop it tomorrow. <laughs> all right. No Eddie. voice work it is done. It's just here it is. <laughs> just all dubbed. Yeah. Um, they're all subtitled, I meant to say. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, our episode. Um, we will have our next upcoming episode. Barring any crazy Shenmue news. Oh, um, release something. Back up. Let's back up. The release date for Shenmue 1 and 2 HD has not been announced. Mm-hmm. Um, but Saga has... I think they have a very narrow window. And they said they'd be announcing it sooner rather than later. When did they say that? Um, within the past week or two. It was right around E3. Um, they've been working with Adam Korolik, who's a YouTuber... Um, who's a massive fan of uh, Shenmue and Saga. They had him involved. He, They've given him a bunch of information, but they have time embargoes on it. Uh, from what I understand is they don't even, they haven't told him when he can say stuff. They will just send him a message type idea and be like, okay, you can let this piece of information out of the bag. Yeah. Because he does have a, a very large following. So, hmm. and he's really passionate about it, so... Um, it's kind of neat that they're taking a, a social uh, social media route of doing all of this. Yeah. Smart in this day and age. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you can find us at Shenmue AM2 Pod. Speaking on- of us, it should have been us, not Adam Korlick. <laughs> yeah, Saga. Get in contact, Saga. Yeah, Saga Almost. Europe, we know you're following us on the Twitters. <laughs> We want that info, that juicy, juicy info. Answer my instant messages, please. <laughs> or D- direct messages, instant yeah. message. I just, I'm. Are you sliding into their DMs? Uh, Never mind. Uh, <laughs> it's internet lingo. Uh, what's the internet? <laughs> I just said instant messenger instead of direct message or DM or whatever they're calling it. We know I, what you mean. Yeah, 
I turned 33 in a couple of days. I'm old now. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can find us at uh, Shenmue Aim 2 Pod on Twitter, Shenmue Aim 2 Podcast at gmail.com. We are on Facebook. We have a page and a group. Please like, share, subscribe. YouTube.com slash Shenmue Aim 2 Podcast. We're getting up there in subscribers. We're hoping to hit 300. Um, hit the notification button, the little bell, so whenever we put up something new. Smash that bell, as they say on YouTube. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And also, we may have a very small video coming out. I think it's like 10 seconds long that I recorded on my phone of something, and then I realized if I put a certain music track over it, it'll look and sound hilarious. <laughs> uh, right. So stay tuned for that. You haven't showed me that. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> well, the minute we're done recording. Um... <laughs> So yeah, that's our episode. Uh, thanks for listening, and we would like to thank our sponsor this week, Pigeon Cafe. Hey, it tastes like chicken. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>